Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! And belly up to the nine foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one, Southside Pod on the air. Uh, Mike plays guitar. He doesn't really talk. Bill's over here. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Is this really nine feet? <laughs> yeah, it is. Or do you just, is that what you tell your wife? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's nine feet from the wall out to where I'm sitting. Okay. And so, then actually, so you measure from the spleen. I get it. And, right. and then it actually curves. It's got a little curve. Oh, going. wow. And that's another three hey, feet down hey now. There. So in reality, it's 12. <laughs> wow. It's 12. It's a big one. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to belly up to it. (laughs) That's not weird. Listen, uh, we've got some fun today on Southside Pod. I hope so. Uh, We went to Mayfest. I went to Mayfest. You weren't there. Uh, But the the (laughs) podcast itself went to Mayfest in Blue Island, which was really, really fun. Uh, We got to meet the mayor of Blue Island. We tried out a brand new beer at Blue Island Beer Company, and we met all kinds of different people that are like local vendors that are starting businesses, or they've had it for a little while, they do it out of their homes. There's one guy who actually grows all of his hot peppers in his backyard and makes 17 different hot sauces and sells them locally. Homemade hot pepper sauce. I I ate their hottest one. It was insane. (laughs) It hurt forever. Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh, um, I... I, I brought home a couple of them, and okay. I, I, they're good. Maybe they're, I'll try one. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get you one. <laughs> I didn't bring home the hot ones, though. No, no, the one that almost killed me, I did not buy that. It was great, but I was uh, that was that was going to hurt. <laughs> I was like, is this good on tacos? Because, uh, you know, I'll put like a drop on a taco. Right, It'll right. last for a thousand years. It's sure. the only hot sauce I'll ever buy. <laughs> anyway, let's get to Mayfest. <laughs> Standing out here at Mayfest, uh, we're going to jump around and meet some of the vendors here in a moment. But uh, I got put inside at Blue Island Beer Company. I had an option to be in a, in a couple of places. And I said, well, put me next to the beer. So I'm right up at the front near the bar. We had a couple of them. We all know Alan Cromwell. He's been on the show before. And uh, he's got a new one we're going to talk about here. We're going to meet some of his friends, including uh, the mayor of Blue Island, who's standing here having a beer with us right now. It's pretty exciting. How are you, Al? Good to be back, Chris. Yeah? Uh, you know what? You look like you're a better... Great to be back. Great. Yeah, exactly. It's great. I can't even believe we're standing outside. This thing was going to get rained out. You know, we got a good break in the weather, but I want to introduce you to a couple people. One of the organizers of the Mayfest, uh, Karina Shimkos. Hi, Karina. How are you? Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm very well. You're doing a great job out here. Were you the one that was standing in the poncho earlier? I was in my my poncho with my flower hat on. Yep, that was me. You know, originally it was going to be right down Old Western Avenue. Then the weather just looked like it was going to be awful. And you had to kind of space it out. But it looks like people still are going from spot to spot, hitting the vendors. You got a pretty good crowd. Yeah, you know, it's been an excellent time trying to figure it out. We're definitely flying by the seat of our pants and organizing it. John Streets has been amazing in trying to help relocate artists. 
Um, so I'm glad the weather held out for a little bit. So we tried to space it out enough and have enough volunteers helping to point people in the right direction to make sure that all the vendors are seen and everybody has a good day. So. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm understanding there's a lot of different things that were here. I would I would I would guess you'll have this event in the future as well. But like I I'm going to be bouncing around. I see everything from like kids clothes to to pottery to there's an author here selling a book. There's people that have original art. There's a hot sauce table. Uh, I'm going to try their hottest hot sauce if I can. What, what do you have here, Al? What is that? Well, this is a uh, hitter box from Spliff Society. <laughs> of course it is, Al. <laughs> of course it is. But so far, so good, huh? So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to do a really good community event to bring out all the artists and crafters out, celebrate, you know, May coming in, and hopefully, you know, the rain will hold out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks good. Right now, it's a good thing. Everything's going well. Okay, introduce me to the big guy here now. So, this man is uh, our new mayor. He's been kicking ass since he got into office. He uh, helped greenlight this event and how fun this has become uh, up and down the street. That came through, cleaned things up for us, made sure it's really uh, ready to go. And Mr. Fred Bellato. Oh, how are you, Mr. Mayor? It's great. Great. Nice to meet you. You too. Yeah, this guy's quite the hype man over here, isn't he? Oh, he is. Good guy. <laughs> great business, great beer. Yeah, you know what? I would think that if I were the mayor of a town, I would want a brewery in it. And so that must have been like a, a plus for you when you were saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run for office and they already got a, they already got a brewery in the place. Oh, we've, been, we've been friends since I was alderman when he wanted to bring in his brewery. And it was a great process and we helped hap make that happen. And yeah, I really wanted a brewery in here. We had breweries, we had four breweries originally. We have one back again, 100 years later. That's awesome. You know what, uh, we spend time in Southside Pod, uh, bouncing around the Southside, we always find ourselves in Blue Island. There just seems to be so much to do here. Uh, and you have so many interesting places. How do you, I hope you like what I'm about to say here, how do you keep Blue Island a little weird, even as you're kind of building it up? Because that's the cool thing about Blue Island. Like, Blue Island's got just a little bit of that that feel. Like, you know, there's like these interesting little places that are a little weird. It's like Austin. Weird's a good word. Um, <laughs> no, we're, we are an island, right? We're very proud of our town, very uh, protective of it. Uh, if you ever met somebody from Blue Island, you'll know it. First thing they'll say, I'm from Blue Island, this is why, and this is why, if you're not, it sucks. You know? <laughs> so no, we, we're very proud of our town, very proud of what we have here. It's an old town, really old town, and um, we embrace that, and we embrace that weird, too. If somebody hasn't been to Blue Island, they listen to Southside Pod, they live in another suburb, they haven't come around here, uh, throw a few spots out for me. Like, what do, you, what do you come visit when you come to Blue Island? What's the allure? Uh, why, why visit the island? Oh, you have, you have a, little, a little bit of everything. Um, if you're really into trains, we got plenty of trains for you to get stuck by. <laughs> oh, I got a six-year-old that loves this town. He just runs around and he goes, look at the train. You know, trains, we got the, the Calumet River, we have the Cal Sag, we have the Waterfalls, uh, we have the brewery of Old Western Avenue, which is kind of like... Uh, an eclectic uh, mix of uh, taverns, bars, breweries, restaurants, and it's kind of like got the vibe where um, you feel you should be able to walk around with a beer outside of a special occasion like today. Um, so I will not say as far as Bourbon Street, but it definitely has a, an entertainment feel to it. Awesome. Well, Mr. Mayor, I want to say thank you so much for uh, letting us join you. We're tasting a beer now. I want Al to talk a little bit about it, and you and I are both the testers. So I'm going to get your opinion on this one, but this is a newer one, right, Al? Tell me about it. That's right. This is Twin Fiddles, a strawberry rhubarb wheat ale that we made with our special guest uh, friends uh, of the Frankfurt Bluegrass Festival. It's going to actually be debuting next week, uh, May 6th, at CD and Me in Frankfurt for their big fundraiser event that they do. But it's also going to be available in cans. It's a complete uh, fundraiser opportunity for a festival that is free to the public 
July 9th and 10th in downtown Frankfurt that we've been participating in for a number of years. And a lot of those musicians play here back at Blue Island Beer Company. This your style of beer, Mr. Mayor? I'm telling you, this is something that I think if I drank two or three of these and walked around in the sun, I'd be regretting it because it doesn't <laughs> taste like beer. No, 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 it no. smells like strawberries yeah. and goes down really refreshing. It's not sweet, so it's really refreshing when you drink it. So I could probably have two or three of these without realizing how strong what I'm drinking. I think to me, it feels like it's the closest thing to a sour without being a sour. Yeah, it, it, well, it is a great summertime front porch beer. Uh, low alcohol in the case of craft beer, about 4.7 percent. And uh, well, we could definitely have more than three or 40s, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think uh, we have another one right after this. So. <laughs> a couple six, seven, yeah. Uh, so it is uh, something that um, it, it was it was fun to make. It has almost 500 pounds of both straw, fresh strawberries and rhubarb in it. So there's no uh, extracts or uh, adjuncts or anything like that other than the, 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 the original uh, fruit material itself. Uh, and Mr. Brian Shimko, uh, the brewmaster, knocked it out of the park with this one. All right. It's awesome. It's good. Check it out. Blue Island Beer Company. So we're at 13357 Old Western Avenue. Come down over the bridge. Take a right. Take another right. I uh, think that's about all the rights you got to take. Yeah, but just rights. remember, all roads lead back to Blue Island and get stuck by a train. That's right. <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Buy your mother a Mother's Day gift yet? It's this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah? I'm on top of things. And you got to get your wife, too, from the kids. Why do I have to get my wife? From the kids. But I have two teenagers. Well, did they get them anything? I don't know. That's their responsibility. <laughs> well, you should at least help them out. I, I, Throw them a book, couple bucks. In my mind, no, they both have jobs. They both have jobs. That's yeah, your responsibility as a father. No, it's not my yeah, responsibility. Yeah, it is. I was buying gifts by the time I was high school age. It's well, not up to me. It's a different time. I remember when I was like in the seventh grade, I bought my mother the worst Mother's Day gift ever. Oh, no. Seven, wait, ever. you were 17? No, no, no. Seventh grade. Oh, I like Seventh grade. Seventh Wait, let grade, me just let me guess. What I would consider the worst Mother's Day gift ever. Oh man, lingerie? No, no, not not worse <laughs> like that. Pretty bad. No, something that like showed that there was no thought, and I bought it at the oh, last minute because I was just an idiot kid. It's like My, a getting getting a guy like a, a necktie. I bought her. I bought her stationery from the uh, from oh, the nice. five and dime up the street on <laughs> Kedzie when they still had five and dimes. Yeah. They actually said five a and nice, dime. They don't a nice exist anymore. Pad. Yeah, yeah. In between, like the army guy. Uh, bin right. and, the, and the gumballs. Yeah, right. They, they had a notepad, notepad and then right. I bought a pen. Well, just yeah, a regular you, well, you pen. You have to. Not even a fussy pen, just no, a pen. The Bic pen. <laughs> right. The Bic. Wow, thanks, honey. It's the worst gift. Every Mother's Day. I've never seen my mother disappointed except that oh, she one showed time. disappointment? Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, she's cold. She tried to hide it, but I could see it in her eyes. It was like, oh, 
This is all he got me. <laughs> my boy. A piece of paper. My only boy. <laughs> got me a pen. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. So we're at Mayfest and. It's in script. I can't read it. What's the name of this? Masterclass Savory Sweet Foods. Masterclass Savory Sweet Foods. The name indicates to me that this is a masterclass on savory sweet foods. Is that correct? It's the best that you're going to get. My grandma's recipes. Yes. So here's the thing. There are always these places. They're like, oh, I got my mom's recipes, my grandma's recipes. And like, I think everybody like loves their grandma's food, right? Or they love their mom's food. What makes your grandma's stuff the best? Like you were able to open up a business around it. My grandma was a cook. She's a professional cook. Yeah. Yeah. She's from the South of Mississippi and she served one family. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Harding Carter. He used to be with the Reagan administration. His family owned a newspaper there, and she was their cook for like 25 years. Wow. All right. So what is your featured thing? Like, you have so much here. I see, wow. I mean, so many things that just, the pickles I hear are hot. My daughter had one, and she told me she finally found something that was too hot for her to eat. Okay. Yeah, sour, too. The sour pickles, too. Okay. And brownies and the cookies and the nuts. And this is tequila cake. Yeah, I was looking at that. That looked like a cake that had some sort of alcohol on it. Yes, it's tequila butter cake. It's very good. It's not too sweet, not too potent. Nice little kick to it. I think everybody would like it. Awesome. All right. What do you have here to try? I want to try something real quick. What do we got? Tequila cake. Tequila cake? Okay, here we go. Ho, 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 ho. Does it smell like tequila if I give it a sniff? You tell me. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Lanuti has about three or four of these, and, you know, it's going to be a good night. Like, tequila gets her going. Yeah, there we go. Now I can hide it in the cake. Oh, wow. You like that? That was really good. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. All right, so it's a shared kitchen. So how about this? If you want to check out more about them, go to Facebook slash MSS Foods and see more about this really cool spot. Yes. Please call, give us a call. We serve. We would do the best we can. We're a master class of foods because my grandma taught me everything that we knew how to do. She said, this, this is how you make your money. Yes. So you always keep a man if you learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm walking around here and I see some interesting mugs and cups. And uh, did you make all of these? Yes, I did. My name is Yudi. Yudi, is this is this like a, a hobby, a business? What is this? It's trying to turn into a business. I'm currently um, in the process of starting my business with my friend, my old roommate, who's also a potter. And um, it's it's gonna happen all in her basement. So we're gonna be collaborating together. So. Well, uh, four years ago, I started a podcast network in my basement and we had a quarter of a million downloads last year. So it can happen in your basement. Yeah, it can, yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be pottery is what it's gonna be. We're both potters, yeah, and we're actually gonna have a third person who's also a potter. And um, I recently made the investment on my own wheel and we're trying to get a kiln together, yeah. All right, so you're at Mayfest right now. Do you have a name yet for this? This is Cositas de Clay. In English, it means little clay things. Little play things. I like it. It's awesome. We're walking through Mayfest right now. Jotham Austin is sitting here. He's got a brand new book. You're a, you're a local author. This is your first print. So everybody always says, I'm going to write a book. 
you actually followed through and wrote a book. I mean, what, what was this like? What's it about? Yeah, definitely. So the book, Will You Still Love Me If I Become Someone Else? It's about a guy, uh, Brian. He gets the memories of 110 people by accident. He has to figure out who he is in that, and his fiance has to figure out if she can love who he becomes. So it's a little psychological thriller, a little bit of sci-fi in there. And yeah, the process was long, you know? So I started writing this um, about uh, six years ago. Uh, then you go through it, through revisions, editing, trying to get it out traditionally published. Uh, finally, a publisher, you know, that you get that email and they're like, we want to publish this. And you're like, is this real? And then, yeah, it's, it's off to the races. So, uh, but no, yeah, it's been exciting. And so, yep. What's it like? Like all of a sudden you see it and it's like in print and you've got the book and it looks like you've got soft cover and hardcover copy. So, I mean, it's legit. I mean, like when that when that happens and you're like, I'm a legit author, like what's that feel like? I know. Yeah, it's it's exciting when the boxes came with the books in them and you're opening it up and you're like that scene in Back to the Future where he gets his book. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And you're like, look at this thing. I did this thing. Yeah. You know, and then the, the funny thing is then you want to do it again. And so that was it. So my next book, actually, I got I'm being represented now by a literary agent. And so we're going through the process. So hopefully the cost of us will be uh, maybe coming out soon to someplace. So, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. The, the last Very cool. Where are you from? Uh, yeah. So I live in Munster. And then uh, one of the things like, you know, with authors, usually have another job. I'm actually a research scientist. So I'm a Ph.D. scientist that works at UChicago. And so I do research there. And so that's where some of the ideas and things like that come from. So you struck me as some sort of scientist. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's the hair. I don't know if it's the yeah, something about it, man. I just saw you in a white lab coat, like mixing chemicals or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely. Yeah, no, it's, it is fun. It's kind of the mix, the right brain, left brain kind of getting at it. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. All right. Name of the book is Will You Still Love Me If I Become Someone Else? I would imagine it's available everywhere. People could probably get it on the Amazon. Yeah, you can get you can buy the paperback on Amazon. You can get the digital, uh, you know, Kindle version. You can go to Barnes and Nobles, uh, Kobo, um, you know, all over the place. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Jotham, nice to meet you. Yeah, definitely. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Another spot here in Mayfest, and I believe this is called Sid Sauce, is that right? Yes, it is. And it's all hot sauces? All hot sauces, all made, homemade, with peppers we mainly grow. So you grow the peppers, you create the sauces, and how many different sauces, because I see them lined up here. We have 15 in stock today, 17 in total. Wow, so how do you get into doing hot sauces? We started out just with a kit, and uh, people liked it who tried out the sauces that we made, started coming up with new recipes, and realized the people we weren't related to would want to buy it. On the hot scale, what's the hottest sauce? Zombie Guts and Mango Slager Family. Okay. Both are made with scorpion peppers, so they're the hottest that we have. Do you have a sample of them here? Or how, what are we tasting? Do we have? You do? You do? You do? Because I. I want to know what the hottest sauce tastes like. This is going to kill me. And this is the guy that makes the sauce? What's your name, man? Name's uh, Sid. Okay, well, that makes sense because it says Sid Sauce. If your name was like something else, I'd have been like confused. Louis, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Italian, you know. Yeah, I'm from New York originally. Right, no, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> uh, no, local, local guy, Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park. Yeah. I'm from Evergreen Park. Oh, home of the Unabomber. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. home of the Unabomber. Exactly. Little Ted Kaczynski. Right, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Evergreen Park High School, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Awesome, so. awesome. All right, well, hey, I want to test this uh, this sauce. If we can get some uh, some out here of the sampler bottle. I want to see which one is the hottest sauce that you have. Amigo Slade, your family. Let's do that. We'll do that yeah. one. We'll do mango slade your family. Give it a little dip. And now what what kind of pepper is this again? 
uh, it's a scorpion pepper with uh, habanero. And you grow this at Evergreen Park? I grow, uh, yes. I grow the habanero peppers, scorpion peppers. Um, I do gr- I do get some dried ones, or I, I do uh, grow them when I can. Okay, I'm on fire. That's crazy. There you go. But it has some taste to it, though. Oh, yeah. I can taste the mango. Yeah, exactly. And my own soul right now. Right, right. But yeah. it's not just burn your tongue, though. That's the kind no, of... No, not just burn your tongue. Right, exactly. <laughs> you flavor, flavor yeah. burning. No, there's tongue. a flavorful burn in my... Right, right. Yeah, like I can feel it moving through my mouth. It's halfway down the throat now. Right. and Yeah. I don't know what I'll be... What condition I'll be you're, in later. You're in a brewery, so you can uh, drink some... Oh, I'm going now. for a beer. Now right. I'm sweating it. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Does it does it give you joy to bring such pain in a flavorful way? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yes. If somebody wants to check out your sauces, and this one is really good, it is super hot. But you're right, there's a flavor to it. Yeah. How do they do that? Well, yes, on fa- Facebook. Oh, like you on Facebook. It's called Sid Sauce. Yeah. All right, all right. And you have a is that the website too for the uh, the company? No, that's just like a blog that I write. A blog I write on. It's on the. Uh, You're a blogger and yeah, a and yes, a hot sauce yes, maker. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, and, you know, after hours, you know, I'm solving crime and stuff like that. All right, that too, all right. Look so. for Sid Sauce on Facebook and uh, excellent stuff, man. Yes. I'll be back to buy some uh, as soon as I. I don't know, get feeling back in my face. Right, well, there you go. Yeah, come on by anytime and stuff like that. Exactly. Oh, it's now time for your Southside Pod. Word on the street brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. That's why Cool Clouds has an alternative for you. They have a full taster bar and CBD products. It's all in Evergreen Park at their store, 3837 West 95th Street, or visit them today at coolcloudsvapor.com. All right, I'm looking around here. You're going to actually help me with this. Where are you looking around? Well, I'm looking through the news. You do this actually for real? This is not planned? No, this is what I do. I sit down and I kind of... Off the cuff. Well, normally I plan it out, but since you're, you're right here while I'm doing it... Okay. Well, I figured I you're wasting time. What's the word on the street? All right, look, there's going to be a Cinco de Mayo Santana tribute. That's today. The day the episode comes Cinco out. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 8 p.m. Yeah, that, that's right. We should just go over there right now. Like, you want to after the show? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Santana tribute. Yeah, is, I know. Is Rob Thomas going to be there too? No. Well, oh. maybe. I mean, has he done anything in a long no, he time? He probably works there. He, 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 <laughs> He's he, your server. He could be working at the Firewater. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, have you been in that place? That place has some really good wings. Yeah, they, it's, I, it's they got good food, I but I mean, the, the, the right. wings, man, they got some hot wings in that place. I'm a hot wing guy, and uh, that's definitely a place we got to we got to go uh, check them out. What else is going on? DJ Biggie is going to be at 83rd in Pulaski. Get out of here. Wait, at, at, uh, at Groucho's? Return to the Underground. At Groucho's? Yeah, it looks like that. DJ Biggie? DJ Biggie. All right. You ever been to Groucho's? I don't, you know, I don't even know if this is Groucho's. Like the, uh, Here's the thing. It just has an address. It just has an address. It doesn't say Groucho's. 8355 South Pulaski. It could Sounds be like D- Groucho's. It could be me. DJ Biggie's house. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> like, like, DJ Biggie could be working some, Sometimes I get these right off of like Facebook events. And I feel like if I don't, if I don't check myself, I might be sending you to somebody's house. But that looks like it's Groucho's when I'm looking at the map. Okay. When I look at the map, it's just a parking lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe it's a parking lot. Maybe you need it's to skip the Remax that dealership. Actually, they're, oh, it's Groucho's. It's okay, at Groucho's, they're 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 going back to the underground. It should be a good time. Right. And it's going to be Saturday, starting at 9 p.m. 
All right, this Saturday, noon until just before midnight when they close, Imperial Oak Brewing. Have you been out there? I have not, but I hear wonderful things. It is a really cool spot. Uh, they are going to be doing Fiesta Le Oco. I'm trying to figure out exactly what this is. Fiesta they, yeah. de Oco. Yeah, it is. It's the part, it's the, it's the a celebration Cinco, of something. It's a Cinco de Mayo festival because they're releasing a Mexican lager What's called Oco? Imperial Le Oco. Okay. What's Oco? And they're having a fiesta there. So they're going to be they're going to be tapping a bunch of infusion beers and they've got special cocktails for the event. So that's going to be an Imperial Oak that's out in Willow Springs. That's where Imperial Oak is. It's a neat place. It's right along the canal. Yeah. Okay. And they got lots of parking there. On the weekends they have lots of parking. On the weekdays not so much. Weekends there's like a city lot that's right next to it. Okay. You can pull in there. Fantastic. And uh, they got a lot of craft beer there. They've been on the show before. We've had them. It's been about a year, though. We got to go back there. Or you can just sit around and watch the Kentucky Derby. Are you going to watch that? Do you watch the Kentucky Derby? Uh, it's the most exciting two minutes in sports. I watch it every year, and really? I love it. So do you get into it? I really do get into it. I don't follow horse racing. I don't watch horse racing any other time of the year. But I watch that day. I think it's. I think the pageantry... You know, they sing the, uh, you know, the, the Kentucky song. And then they, they, My they, old Kentucky home, yeah, I think that's amazing. what it's called. Yeah, yeah. It's just... A bunch of people in hats drinking mint juleps. Right. Have you ever had a mint julep? It's, it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> it's terrible. But <laughs> it's like the I worst. love watching the Kentucky <laughs> like, Derby. Like, I went down to Louisville, uh, and I was there in December and did the bourbon trail. Okay. And we walked into a place, and every time we walked into a place, my one buddy's like, I want to get a mint julep, because he sees it all the time during the Kentucky Derby. And every place we walked into, immediately the bartender would be like, you sure you want that? Because they're disgusting. <laughs> like, like, even the people in Louisville are like, these are disgusting. We give these to tourists nice. on Derby weekend. We don't serve this otherwise. You really want this? Because it's like mouthwash right. with bourbon in it. It's, it's awful. It's terrible. But yeah. I enjoy watching the horses. Yeah. You know, I enjoy. Do you I, pretend I, like you know something about it? I know people. Well, are I like do start, my research okay. right before the race, just for that single race. Okay. And, and I try to, you know, I place bets once in a while. Um, I didn't bet for a long time because I the, I bet one time on a horse and they literally uh, killed it on the track. <laughs> and I thought that was, a, that was a sign. That. No, that was I a should sign. About that, but I know how you feel is. Right. I should never bet again. That horse died because of me. Right. That's how that you think. That was a sign for me to right. stop gambling. Right. You, you think know? that way. You think that way. That makes but, sense. But yeah, I mean, it was unfortunate. They, that horse you know, broke their leg and that's what they do. The horses that break their leg and they, that was yeah, literally they put a tarp around it on the track yeah. and they play uh, Old Kentucky Home a little bit louder <laughs> so you don't hear the gunshot. <laughs> they play a little louder. Right. We're all going to sing. Right. But this time, we're all going to put our backs to the track. And we're going to sing a little bit louder. Everybody turn around and look this look, way. Put the fan meter on. Like, come on, let's get it into the green. Louder, everyone. Boom. Right. What was that? Well, I, Just keep worry singing. About it. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's happening. We didn't just shoot a horse. On the track where more horses will be running in drink, about five minutes. Drink more mint juleps. We got to throw some dirt over this. <laughs> right. The janitor comes out with like that pink stuff that they put on the, 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 the gym floor in second grade. More horses are like, did, did you see where, uh, where, where, where Johnny went? Because like, they, re- they don't know their horse name. Oh, my God. They know them by the real horse This is names. perfect. It leads into our final segment anyway, of, the, of the show. But anyway, Zandon. Yeah. Place your bets on them. Zandon? Zandon. That's right. your winner. That's your tip. That's your winner. All right. We're going to go from that horse story that got out of control <laughs> Sorry. to, to Sorry. Evil Horse Brewing in Crete, where they celebrated 
their six-year anniversary this past weekend, and we were invited to come out there and join them. I went out. It was a blast. Um, they had they have some great beers on tap there. It's at the end of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail that starts in Beverly with right. Horse Thief Hollow and Open Outcry, and it ends up, I think it's like nine breweries and a distillery later in Crete. Evil Horse is the end. Yeah, and it is a great brewery. Listen to this interview right here, uh, only on Southside Pod, six years for evil horse. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Six years. Six years at Evil Horse Brewing. We're here for the weekend, a big weekend celebration, and Steve Camp is standing here, and Steve is the guy behind all the beer we've talked about on Southside Pod before. You actually change the water based upon the beer, my friend. You are a master brewer. Six years in, what does it feel like to have an anniversary at this point? Well, it seems like it went a lot faster than uh, what I expected, but... Um, we're, we're finally getting to the point where we're selling a lot of beer. Good feeling. You know, I, here's a funny thing. I think six years in the current climate is almost like 20. The last two years feels like it was a decade because if you're a business that like survived that, kudos to you because a lot of people didn't. And you guys were young, you were new, then all of a sudden the world went upside down and now you're here in Crete, you're brewing beer and you're going strong. We are, and one of the things, just to uh, satisfy the masses, um, we were never forced to close like a lot of restaurants and bars were. Although you couldn't drink beer in our tap room, people could still come in and buy beer for carryout. And it really saved us because, I mean, you're not making any sales in your tap room, boy, you're, you're really hurting, and especially when your wholesale drops off because all the bars are closed. So. One shining light in the whole debacle was the fact that we never had to close down permanently. And we only closed the tap room for, for, you know, for people to sit in for a total of six weeks. So if people weren't afraid of COVID or they would come in and wear their mask and sit in the corner, but you could still come and have a beer. Um, we have a pretty friendly village here that um, didn't really enforce some of the state mandated well not mandated but guidelines that they wanted you to follow so that worked out good for us all right so i'm drinking nightmare and i will tell you this right now steve of all the breweries in all of chicagoland if i had to put my top 10 beers on a list nightmare would be in there i love this beer this is one of my favorite beers. Whenever I'm out here, I drink it. It's a, a Scottish ale, if I'm not mistaken. It is, where did this come from? How did you make it? Give me a little bit of background because if somebody's gonna come to Crete and drink, this would be my recommendation. So all of our European style beers, we basically use malt from where the style comes from. So the base malt on the Scottish ale, it's one of our simplest brews that we make. It's optic spring malt that's grown in Scotland. And then there's a small amount of roasted barley in there that's from England to give it the color. And then we use East Kent Golding hops. The secret to that, I'm telling secrets now, it's we ferment at 62. So we ferment at a little cooler temperature to give it a little bit more crisp, dry character in the finish. But 
I mean, if you got one from Scotland, it would probably have the same ingredients in it. So that's the thing I've always thought was cool about this place. Like you are like a beer scientist. In your mind, if I'm going to make a certain kind of beer, I want the water to be adjusted from that water from Crete, but to make it the water from the place that this beer would come from. I want the hops that would actually make this beer. You're not cutting corners. You're actually giving people something that they probably wouldn't get unless they flew to some other continent to drink, and that's what I think is really cool. Well, we're trying to uh, make beer-flavored beer. And I try to make all of our beers, like I said, all of our European-style beers. We use German malt in the German beer, English malt in the English-style beers, and that's a Scottish ale. It's like an 80-shilling Scottish ale. Um, we use Scottish malt in that because we want to make it as precise as possible. That's one that we, we have to take the Crete water, carbon filter it, soften it, and run it through an RO machine, and then we add minerals back to it to make it proper brewing water. If I'm coming out here and there's one beer that the brewmaster wants me to try, what is that beer? Well, the one you have is one of my favorites. We also do I'm a, telling you, it's one of the best beers in Chicago. Nightmare. We also do a Hefeweizen that, uh, again, it's the yeast. The yeast is very important, too, uh, in fermentation temperatures. Very important to get the right profile from the yeast. Our Hefeweizen is pretty spot on. I've had people who like other brewers who come here to drink our heffy because it's really really good stuff you know the address off the top of your head yes it's 1338 main street in creed illinois on the corner of exchange and dixie highway most people are just going to put an evil horse brewing at crete and let the gps take them there it makes it much easier that way <laughs> steve you make great beer your wife amy runs around here constantly and i don't know how she runs this place but she works like crazy seven days a week right yes i can very much agree with that statement yeah, definitely they're at the end of the dixie highway brewery trail if you're starting in beverly uh they're at the beginning of it if you if you're smart and you start at evil horse and work your way back into civilization but either way excellent brewery make sure you check it out thanks so much for joining us happy anniversary thank you thanks for coming out tonight thank you for listening to see what's happening on the south side pod on the south side pod join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the south side pod about the south side pod all things about the neighborhood we live in all things about the places that we go it's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. When are you getting the uh, the wife from the kids? Uh, can you give it away? Oh, Does she listen to the show? Um, I don't know, but I mean, probably not. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> I got a slew of things. Well, I, I had the kids homemade uh, homemade some ceramic vases. Uh, they're like shaped like snails, like in garden stuff. But they made them. Yeah, they made them. See, that's what they, I'm talking about. Why do I got to buy them. anything? The kid made it. And then we bought some plants to put in them. Uh -huh. So we can give them, you know, the plants and the vases. They, uh, my kids are little, though, too. So they, uh, they drew, them some, drew her some pictures. I got her some, like, mom t-shirts. You know, it's just, like, cool mom on it. You know, just little stuff. See, I, I feel like this. Early on, when they were little, like your kids are little. Yeah. Then I did Mother's Day up for my wife. Sure, right. right. Now I feel like bouquet of flowers... The kids are buying you all gifts. Yeah. You got older kids. Right. And I got, I mean, I got a mom. 
Okay? I yeah. mean, I got to make sure I take care of her. I got a mom. Yeah, I mean, like, What's your the... mom got to do with me? <laughs> I got a mom. <laughs> oh, if Mike were here, that would be a song. <laughs> <laughs>